Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. You've probably heard of smart TVs from one of my previous episodes. In 2015, smart TVs have taken a backseat to streaming devices such as the Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, and the Chromecast. All of these devices fill the same niche but have some pretty different feature sets and prices. It can be pretty confusing, so in this week's episode, I'm going to compare each of these devices and give specific recommendations based upon the content and features you use the most. Each of these devices is designed to take your dumb TV screen and make it smart by giving you access to apps and streaming content such as Netflix, Spotify, Hulu, Amazon, and many other apps and services. First up is the Apple TV. I really like the Apple TV for a number of reasons. The first of which is that it fits perfectly in the Apple ecosystem. If you have any other Apple device, such as an iPad or an iPhone, this is probably the best one of these streaming devices for you. It has support for 1080p at 60 frames per second, which is full HD. However, it does not yet support Ultra HD, which is advertised as 4K. My favorite feature about this device is that you can mirror your iPhone, iPad, or Apple computer to your Apple TV. This is great when you want to show your family a video, app, website, photo, or pretty much anything on your phone. Without 10 people crowding around your device, you can simply push your screen to the TV and whatever is on your screen will be displayed on your TV over Wi-Fi. Now, this is the only device in the list that will be able to do this with the iPhone or iPad natively. So if your whole family is an Apple family and you use iTunes, iMovie, and every other iApp, then this is definitely the way to go. The Apple TV is extremely popular, and because of this, there are a ton of apps for it that you can install and that will give you access to all of the popular streaming services. Apps such as Netflix, Spotify, Hulu, HBO, you name it, you can expect that if an app comes out for most any of these streaming devices, it will first come out for the Apple TV because of the sheer number of users that it has. The last thing that I will say about the Apple TV is that the newest edition has Siri. Siri is the personal assistant that comes baked into all new Apple devices, and she makes navigating the Apple TV pretty darn easy. You can do things like turn captions on and off, rewind, fast forward, look up videos, and a lot more. This is great because most other streaming devices force you to navigate using a remote control, which is far less intuitive. The downside about this device is most definitely its price tag. You can pick up the 32GB version for $150, and if you're going to be storing a lot of movies and video, the 64GB version is $200. Next up is the Google Chromecast. This is the device you'll really want to look at if you and your family are Android phone users. This little device looks like a thumb drive, except it plugs into an empty HDMI port on your TV. After you connect this device to your Wi-Fi, You'll notice that certain apps on your phone have a new button in them that looks kind of like a little TV. This button will allow you to push content directly to your Chromecast. This also goes for anything in your Google Chrome browser. You can mirror the entire web browser from your laptop or smartphone onto your TV. And in the same fashion, if you have an Android device, you can mirror it directly to your TV in the same way that iPhones and iPads can mirror to the Apple TV. Unfortunately, if you want to do this with a laptop, you'll need some extra software. The Chromecast also works a little bit differently from your Apple TV. It requires that you have a tablet or phone to cast from with a compatible app. The Chromecast itself doesn't have any apps installed on it. It simply takes your existing apps on another device and can play them on your TV. The cool thing about this is that the learning curve is very minimal. You use your device as the remote control, which is controlling the app the way you normally would on your phone. 
This reduces a lot of the hardware the Chromecast has to have and makes it extremely inexpensive, coming in at just $35, which is a bargain when you compare it to the Apple TV. The next most popular streaming device is the Roku. The Roku is another small form factor device that fits into the HDMI slot of your TV in its base form. There is a more expensive version of this that's about the size of a hockey puck. Like the devices I mentioned before, it comes with a ton of great apps due to its popularity. Also, it can screen mirror Android and Windows phones. So if you have a Windows phone and aren't in either the Apple or Google camp, this is the device for you. The Roku is a cross between the Apple TV and the Chromecast because it has its own apps installed on it, but it's pretty inexpensive at just $40 for the base model. Now, if you wanted to scale up to 4K Ultra HD and want to have the ability to play games on it like Angry Birds, they have a more expensive model that's the size of a hockey puck for $129. I really like the Roku because of how easy it is to use their apps and because they have been around for so long. Lastly is the Amazon Fire TV Stick. This device, in the same fashion as the others, can mirror your Amazon Kindle to your television. However, the only real reason that I'm mentioning this device at all is that if you're an Amazon Prime user, it's the easiest way to watch your Amazon Instant Video on your TV. What it comes down to is that Amazon doesn't want you to watch video from its service on anything but an Amazon Fire TV stick, which means they limit their video service to pretty much only work with their device. Now, there are workarounds that I've posted links to in the show notes of this episode, but I personally don't think it's worth buying unless you're a heavy user of everything Amazon. Now, I'd love to hear from you. Do you have any of these devices? Do you wish they had certain features? Do you own multiple of these devices? Let me know at the Tech Talker Facebook page. And be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple.